week's episode of The Weekly Spill, where we tell you what's real with reality TV. I'm Kelly. I'm Sam. And we just got back from brunch. So, we haven't been to like an actual, like I feel like we, me and you haven't done brunch in, in so long. Forever. I don't think since the new year. I don't think so. Maybe in January or February, but honestly those months are a blur now. And those months suck. Anyway, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so you normally black those out, but really now they're just blacked out. Yeah. I know. This is like the first time I've done brunch. I did brunch with my one other friend, but like, you know, this year's not a brunch season. It's so. not. And it's really sad because I look for brunch season. And it's just not that. It's not. But it's nowhere near. But you know what? Honestly, where we were, there was nobody. No. Besides we the next to us, yeah. which was far away they were six feet they were six feet for sure there was nobody Over out. six feet honestly yeah even on the other streets there was nobody sitting there so it was pretty nice because it felt like you don't have to be paranoid that mm-hmm. something is you're gonna get something so it was pretty relaxing yeah no it was um upstairs if you hear some stomping it's uh my husband Ted, as he heard about him, and then Sam's boyfriend Matt are upstairs, so you know they're just stomping around. <laughs> but it's fine. At least they're not laughing loudly and obnoxiously. But <laughs> I feel like we have a ton to cover this episode. So much happened in such a short amount of time. Yeah. They're doing construction. They're upstairs. doing construction upstairs. I really don't know, but Taylor. Freaking Swift. Uh, oh my god. When I woke up, so I woke up Friday morning. And I, I like, couldn't stay up. I couldn't. Like, no, no, every, Friday morning, sorry. Thursday. Thursday morning, I woke up. And I, Friday? Oh, when, when, when she comes up. Yeah. And I saw, I saw um, like, the squares, because there's, you know, it comes up on your timeline, just the individual squares, and I was like, Taylor is, something's going on. This is a completely different vibe. This is going to be a new era. Mm-hmm. She's going to announce an album drop. Never in my wildest dreams that I imagine it would be that soon it would be in 24 hours yeah I it's just like everything I needed right now it is the perfect being at home yes relaxing not making me wish that I was outside like live like some of her songs are very poppy and like very like let's go out let's part no this is like total chill vibes and I'm living for it. She has saved a little bit of 2020 that can be saved. <laughs> and I'm glad she did because we needed something. We, everybody needed something to lift them up. Mm-hmm. And honestly, even if you're not a Taylor Swift person, I feel like you have to listen because it's not pop or country. It's alternative. It's alternative. Yeah. It And it does a nice job of weaving in her old country yeah. roots, her pop roots, into this new, like alternative genre that taylor swift is trying right now it goes very much so back to her storytelling her Mm -hmm. first speak now to me is like one of those i love red i think that's my one of my favorite albums of hers but speak now is very much like every single song had a story to it and this is the same sort of idea where it's just such a vivid story yeah each song the way she put just the way she put it together, too, how she has the three songs. It's Betty, Cardigan, and I can't remember the third one. But they're all, it's about a love triangle, but they're all from a different point of views. Mm-hmm. From different people in the love triangle. Just, just like, who thinks of that? I absolutely love Betty. Like, the harmonica. The harmonica is to die for. <laughs> I heard that, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I don't even think in her country days she did a harmonica. No, she didn't. It's so, it's so folksy. Yeah. And I love it. When she released the name Folklore, I was like, it's going to be a slow, it's going to be chill, it's going to be something, honestly, I think I needed right now. So, it, I played it all day Saturday. I turned it on as soon as I started working. I, it was too early to put it on my HomePod because like that surround (laughs) sound that I put on the HomePod when it when I deemed it an acceptable time. So, you know, like, lunchtime. Um, but I was just sitting on my couch listening to it, working, and it, I could listen to it over, like, yes. if I didn't get bored with it. Where, like, her last album, I mean, some of her songs were very, like, 
Um, just, I didn't need it. Like, some of them were very generic. Yeah, but some of them were amazing. Yes. But, like, you need to calm down. Like, I didn't eh, need that song. I didn't need it. I didn't need it. It was... Me, I didn't need at all. Me, hated it. Yeah, like, I could have left it. Left it you away. You could have... You didn't need to release it. Like, me was just... It literally felt like a kid's bop yes. song. I got the point of it, and I got... The point with Lover because, you know, it's sort of self-love. I liked Lover. Like, I I could deal with Lover. Lover, honestly, Lover, I think, is one of my favorite songs of her. When she does the duet with, um... Shawn Mendes. Yeah. It's just such a romantic, like, Mm -hmm. peaceful, calm song. It just... Lover does a good job. It's such a good wedding song, too. It's a good... It just, like, does a great job of encapsulating love. Yeah. Just love in pure form. Or, like, me just felt very childish. And, yes. like, it felt like one of those things that would be on a soundtrack. To a movie. To a movie for kids. Yeah. Felt Where, very kitschy. Yeah. And you don't, you're Taylor Swift, you don't need to do that. No. But you need to calm down and kind of have the same thing. I think it was the way it was released. But yeah. this new album is just not anything like that. So it is the polar opposite of what mm-hmm. Lover was. Yeah. Which it's amazing to me. So many people hate her Taylor Swift. And I feel like there's no in between with her. That's no. the weird thing. It's either like you're like, I fucking hate her, or I stand. Like yes. there's literally no in between. And regardless to me how you feel about her, somebody who can go from country to pop mm-hmm. to alternative. And just kill album sales. She's a great musician. And like she, and you know what? I don't think she's the greatest vocalist in the world. But her songwriter, yes. Like there's other things that go into it, and like her lyrics, her, yes. her even just releasing an album. How she is so like I'm gonna lay this clue out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna know it's a clue, but people aren't gonna realize it that it's a like Easter egg yes. until someone like until this happens, like. It's amazing that she's so intentional with every, everything yes. that she does. Every action that she takes is very thoughtful. And I think she's an insane businesswoman. Oh, yeah. To, she knows what's going to draw people in mm-hmm. and get things to sell. And at this point, too, I feel like she put out folklore because she's in a point in her life where she doesn't need the money. Oh, no, she doesn't. She's doing what she wants to yes. do. So she's going to put that, put out the album that maybe is not going to be played on the radio. Yeah. But it's still an amazing album because the lyrics, the content, the production of all the mm-hmm. songs, there's so many pianos, strings. It's insane. Yeah. It's it it was great. It was what I needed for this week. This week has been draining. Yeah. I don't I don't even know why, but like this week has felt a million years long and Taylor coming in clutch with that album on Friday was what got me through to today. It's what we all needed. And I didn't even realize I needed a Taylor album. No. But it's funny because I was talking to somebody, one of my friends, about how I really need a new Lord album. I mm. love Lord. Her last album. I don't know if you have listened to her last album. I haven't listened to the whole thing. I've heard bits and pieces. Um, but Such an underrated album. It's a very moody album. But it's just so good. Like, but that's it's 2020 vibes. Like, yes. moody is yes. what we need right now. We don't need pop and upbeat because we can't go anywhere. We can't do anything with that. I was listening to, um, shit, the new Drake song upstairs while I was doing my hair. I was like, this would be a great song at a, at a bar. Like, I could feel it. And I was like, I'm literally dancing in my bathroom by myself, straightening my hair. Because you can't go anywhere. So, <laughs> so it's not what we need right now. Honestly, I don't feel like there's been any summer song that really came out because it's not what we need. And even if there is a summer song, like I wouldn't know about no, it. I would not know about it because you're not. What's that top hit at the bar? I don't know. <laughs> you're not in the car to hear it on the radio. Yeah. The only thing I will say of all the songs from Lover, which Lover is not what we need right now, but Cruel Summer just hits. Really differently this, this year. Cruel summer. <laughs> so fucking cruel. No, we don't even have coronavirus. It's not just the coronavirus. It's also unbelievably oh. fucking hot. It's ridiculous in Baltimore right now. There's no break. Today was cool, ish. It. You know what? In the morning, it wasn't too bad. No, there was a nice breeze, and then that sun came out, and I was like, 
it was, oh. it was intense. And the humidity. That's part yeah. of it, too. The humidity kills it. Curly hair people, like <laughs> ourselves, not to survive. <laughs> it's not a good look for us. I mean, August 5th. I think I said, was it last week when I was complaining about making hair appointment? Yeah. I made a hair appointment, you guys. August freaking 5th. Baltimore just has to lock it down, stay in shape until August 5th, and then you can do whatever the fuck you want. So. Honestly, I feel like they're closing the right things. Oh, yeah. Indoor dining needed and to it, go. It needed to go. And I don't know how, to be honest, how they haven't done it statewide. Baltimore City made the right move, mm -hmm. and I'm glad they did, but one city out of all of the counties is not going to make it a huge difference. So I Other places are what? Locking it down after 10. Baltimore City needed to because I literally, after we were done recording that podcast last week, the next day, walked by a bar, looked like a Saturday night. It Yeah, it's not right. Pre-corona Saturday night. Like, bouncer, DJ, just everything. It, it makes no sense. So, they had to, but I feel like they need to do it statewide and then that will make it an actual Well, I just, I just, I'm getting it, my hair done not in Baltimore City, so hopefully, like, they'll, I don't know, but I, I just need, I just need some pampering at this point. I feel like if I haven't got my nails done, and I was, a uh, you know. Every two weeks you got your nails done. Every really. two to three weeks yeah. I would get my nails done. They don't look bad. No, they don't. They don't look bad, but I can paint my nails. I can do it. I'm scrappy, but <laughs> it's nice. Just having someone to say, hey, do you want a bottle of water while I paint your nails? Just, it's the relaxation of it. And and I just think the calmness of it. Like, even if you go and get your nails done right now. It's not calm. It's not calm because you're not, you're not sitting six feet from the person who's doing your nails. You need to have a mask on. They have the, like, face shields. Yeah. Like, I also I need a pedicure because my, my feet are freaking gross. Like. I need something because I ha having gotten I went to Florida in what February yeah so fe it's been since February this year I it's I don't know what about it it is but it feels like the longest year but also the shortest the shortest like the months are going by so fast I can't believe it's already August August like that's insane another thing about Taylor Swift that sorry to go back to Taylor but she came out with August which is amazing. Everyone, right now, go listen to August. And it just came out at such a, a great time because yeah. we're going into August, my birth month. It is Leo season. Like, it is just all the things right now. So, ah, oh, but it's almost August, meaning it's almost my birthday. So, it's crazy how fast. It's weird to me that it's almost August, but then I feel like February was years ago. Oh, yeah. It, it feels forever ago. It's like, it feels like a different lifetime because it was a different lifestyle. We could actually yeah. live normally. Yeah. You could go and brunch. You can go and sit down. I don't know what it, what, what it is, but today, when we were coming over to your house, I don't know why, because I don't even go to Italian restaurants a lot, but I just thought, I'm like, wow, I can't wait till I can just go and sit down in a nice Italian restaurant for dinner and enjoy myself. And I don't eat out Italian that much. It's so funny, because Ted and I usually do for our birthdays, we usually go to like a nicer restaurant. Yeah. And... Ted's birthday last year, we went to Tagliata the year before we went to Woodbury, so like, very nice restaurants, and this year for my birthday, we were like, where are we going to go? And I was like, um, well, now we have to think of places that have good outdoor dining, yeah. because, and I was like, but if it's 100 degrees, do I want to go? I was like, I would love an Italian right. dinner, but do you want to eat that outside when it's 100 degrees? No. So... We're trying to find maybe a seafood place. That could, like, that would be good. We're thinking Chop Tank. It's not as like upscale, but, but it's still it's, good. It's still good, and they have ample outdoor dining. Yeah. So that's a good idea. <sighs> birthdays are hard. I didn't think I'd be like like when this first happened, I was like, ah. but now I'm like, oh shit! Now I, I'm turning. At least it's not a pivotal year. Yeah. Honestly, anybody turning a milestone. That has to be so depressing. This year, I'm I'm cool just throwing it away. Just like hit the rewind button next year. I said to Ted, "What did I? I forgot what I said, but I was saying something like, oh, in my twenty-something years.'" And I said twenty-something. He goes, "You know, Kelly, you can say twenty-eight, almost twenty-nine years." And I was like, 
in my 20-something year. <laughs> let me reiterate. Let, let me reiterate how old I am. 20-something. <laughs> Blur the lines there. You don't have to call out my age. But it just feels so old. I don't know. <laughs> but it's not, it's not the milestone year. It's not. That would be worse if it was the milestone. I know. 29 is not milestone. Next year, if this is going on, the fuck am I going to do? That is a milestone. 30 is like, I don't, like, I've been planning shit around my 30th birthday. Like, I, like, 30 is like that year, I feel. And I've been planning a trip already. Like, I've been always talking about going on a trip for my 30th. I know. I think this is my personal opinion based in no science or fact at all. We're not Dr. Fauci. Yeah, I'm not Dr. Fauci. My personal opinion is that, well, one, I think we there, should all know by now, where this is going to be, even when we get a vaccine, this is going to be around for a long time. Yeah. This is going to become like the flu where it's just going to be, have this, it's going to be something we deal with and people get vaccinated with, vaccinated and, you know, there's going to be less people in the hospital because more people will get yeah. their vaccines, so on and so forth. But we're gonna it's gonna be around for a long time. But when are we getting the vaccine? That's but the when are we getting the vaccine? But my other thought, and this may be controversial, but let's say this is happening like a year from now. How long is this gonna happen? But how long do we put our lives on hold? Because yeah. you you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Like my personal opinion is I don't you know I obviously through 2020, the rest of this year's fucked. It's done. I know, your birthday's really fucked. (laughs) My birthday's fucked, your birthday's really fucked. At least I can go outside. (laughs) I'll say that. I'm hoping, like, there's going to be some really, like, like, the restaurants that somehow survive, they're able to get, like, heat lamps. They probably can, but it's still good. It's not going to be that cold at your birthday, but it's going to be colder. you know what? I've already decided, I thought about, like, what do I want for my birthday this year? Because, obviously, I'm not having, like, you have people over here. Yeah, you know what? It's just like I want the probably less than ten people, but people who are like closest to me. You can have people here. We can do a Halloween Halloween thing. Yeah, just something small, like yeah. ten or less. And so we're not and being this place. We have enough room. Yeah, like, we're not being reckless, but it's like the people who are close to me, who really are important in my life. That's who I want to be there, and that's what I'll do. But it's it is fucked. But the rest of twenty twenty is fucked. But. To me, like, we can't keep on putting off celebrations. And I'm not talking about before a vaccine. Because before a vaccine, we can't do anything. It is what it is. We can't do large gatherings. Yeah. But once there's a vaccine that's widely available, to me, it's like we can't keep putting things off. Because not everybody has the luxury. But if you have, like, an elderly grandparent who you you're, you want to get married, and you want them, maybe not have them there, but... You want to be able to have a a ceremony to show them the pictures. Yeah. Like, I had this, or I hit this milestone. I don't know. I'm not saying we can't wait six months, eight eight months, but one year, two years, three years. It's too much. I only turned 30 once, and that's next year. And 30 is like that year for me where it's like, this is real. (laughs) I'm an adult. (laughs) Shit got real. Shit just got real. Speaking of shit getting real, this is kind of reality related, but Kanye West just put out a tweet. About what? Apologizing to Kim. Like, apologizing for everything. I understand mental, like, I understand the mental health aspect, but like, he said, I would like to apologize to my wife Kim for going public with something that was a private matter. So I'm assuming he's speaking about North and... That whole thing, or the sex. There are actually a lot of stuff that he did. So, so I did not cover her like she covered me. To Kim, I, I want to say, I know I hurt you. Please forgive me. Thank you for always being there for me. I Do we think this is, he put this out or Christian put this out? The only thing, the only reason I think he put this out is because it was tweeted. I feel like if Chris put it out, it would be a statement like Kim's was in, in like a, yeah. in like a long statement. I just like my heart goes out to that family right now. At the end of the day, like he has children, he has four children, he has a family, and it's that's a lot. It, it's to me, I'm not a doctor, yeah, but to me, it's 
seems clear that he was going through a manic episode. He has said to the public he doesn't take his prescribed medication. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. And I feel terrible because a lot of people are coming out and saying, like, oh, fucking Kanye West is crazy, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like... That's not it, though. It's... He has mental health issues, and, like, when did... People take mental health very seriously, but when you're a celebrity, it doesn't matter. Like, no. Where it should, because you're... Yes, you're in the public eye, but at the same time, you can't control it when you're going through that. Mental illness doesn't discriminate against whether you're a celebrity or you're just an average, everyday person. So Everybody has it. Yeah, so that's why I just, like, hate everyone coming at him right now, but... But I'm I'm on two two sides of it. One, like mental illness. I think he clearly he needs help. He needs support from his family and the people around him. But it also doesn't excuse everything that people say. If you're not when you're nasty, yeah, it doesn't excuse. I, it gives it a reason. I, I don't think it, it. I can see it both ways. But he, I hope like he, I hope he gets the help he needs. I think like, so too. I hope so. I think he will, but I think it, like, is a little bit of a hinder that he has this whole Montana house to, like, escape, or is it Montana? Yeah. That, to escape to, where, like... And nobody's checking in on him. Yeah. So nobody knows what's going on, how he is. Or it sounds like Kim and Chris have tried to, and tried to get him to the hospital, and, like, yeah. What I still will never understand is, like, if someone's severely depressed, if someone is manic... They have to be the ones to commit. Like, he would have to be the one to commit himself. Like, it doesn't make sense to me where, like, I'm your wife. If I was Kim, I'm your wife and I'm saying you need to go. So I should be able. Like, it. he needs help. And, like, sometimes when you're in that. Like, I've had to deal with it where someone's in that state and doesn't want to go. And it's like, you can't do anything because they're an adult. So. It's, It's wild to me that there are no options for people. Who are family, you know, spouses, family members, because... The HIPAA laws. It's crazy. I mean, it, it, it is crazy. I think, like, I get the fact that they don't want people just committing other people who have nothing wrong with yeah. them. But you have an evaluation by But that's probably not you have, like, the conservative... Like, you have to go through that whole yeah. process of, like, Brittany of getting the conservatorships and everything to do that for someone... But Brittany's a whole That's other a beast. whole other... We need to do a deep dive on Brittany and just have, like, a Brittany episode. Oh, so, because she didn't show up for her... She didn't for yeah. since conservatorship date. And I'm like, how can you have a decision made for somebody for conservatorship and that person's not there? Yeah. We'll do a deep dive on that because there's a lot of layers. So many. And a lot of court documents that are coming out and yeah. just, like, a lot of things. So, we'll we'll release that. We're, we're planning on... A few episodes that, well, we're on vacation, not vacation, because, you know, who goes on vacation during <laughs> Corona, but, like, when we can't record to put something out, but we'll do that. I mean, Brittany is just a whole, like, we can spend hours literally talking about Brittany. Uh, hours, easily. She is one of my favorite topics, and I'm sure a lot of people would wish I would just stop talking about <laughs> it, but I can't help it. I mean, Ted loves her, so. <laughs> Ugh, I just, Brittany Spears was like my icon growing up. She was amazing. Yes. She was my first concert. She was the person who was like, I wanted every album of hers. Mm-hmm. I listened to all the music. Like such a Britney Like talk fan. about someone you want to be. Like yeah. it was Britney Spears and my first concert, I will literally never forget it. Madison Square Garden. It was her she did Lucky and like everything. Ooh. And it was just like, oh, that was Britney. Yes. I don't know who she is now. I don't know. It's just like a whole nother person. See, when I saw her in Vegas, that was like, to me, that was the best show I saw. And it, it's like very clear at this point, like she doesn't actually sing. Yeah. It's all lip singing. But just the songs, the production of it all, I think that was one of my favorite concerts I've been to. She puts on a good show. She and does. Like, even back then, she put on an amazing, like, yeah. I've been to a lot of concerts and Britney will always, 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 always stand out yeah. in my mind. It's sad to see where she was and where she is now. And I think she's another instance where I think there are mental health issues in play. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't think the right people are looking after her. No. Not at all. But that's a whole nother topic we can get into at some point because we could go on a tangent for oh, yeah. forever. Speaking of mental health, this will actually like slide right into Real Housewives of New York. There's a lot of like stuff coming out about Sonia yeah. having mental like mental health issues and I don't like Ramona keeps hinting at it in like a like subtle way of like, oh, she needs help. She's not dealing with like the issues she has. But I I don't know if it's like a problem with alcohol or she needs help or I don't really know what's going on with her. She just has a lot of stressors and alcohols for release, but I think she has a lot of stressors. That townhouse, anytime she owns well, she always opens it, but anytime and she she's has there, with it, yeah. she's heavy. She's so heavy, and I think that the fact that her renter fell through. Season, yeah, she hasn't had a renter, and it's just... And it piles up on her, because that's, a, I mean, for anybody, huge that's expense. a huge expense. It's a lot of upkeep for one person. Nobody else lives there. Besides her, she's the only one taking care of it. Mm-hmm. It's huge. So that weighs on somebody who she doesn't have a lot of money to begin with. She needs to sell it. Like, she should sell it, but I don't think she's going to get the money she wants for it no. because it's not updated. And no. that's the whole problem. So that's why she rents it out because at least she can get some income versus trying to sell it and then sitting on the market. What was she? She was renting it for something. It was like $30,000 a month. Yeah. It was insane. And then they fell through. But I feel like anytime she has any association with that other than renting it out in town to do nothing, it, she's happy. And I think she uses alcohol as a crutch to just not deal with any of it. Yeah. I mean, this whole, you saw it in this episode, the toilet was flushing or something like that. And she was like, why is it like that? She's like, I can't Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, calm down. Hey, <laughs> take a breather. <laughs> and then she gets, and she kid, so she got kicked out of the neighborhood in Philly. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, and you can tell, all, a lot of the past couple episodes, she has been boozing hard. Oh, yeah. And it's not, like, fun boozing hard. No. It's not, like, let's get drunk and go have a good time. It's, like, let's get drunk and just, like, tear down shit. Yes. And, like, be destructive and just be not good. I mean, she seems blackout. Yeah. She is just, like, incoherent, babbling. It, it's. It, it seems unhealthy. Loses full, like, yes. face muscle. It's it's not good. So there's definitely is something going on, I think, it's the townhouse. And she needs to somehow get rid of that townhouse. And I yeah. hope somebody's renting it right now. I hope someone's renting it. Someone buys it. I don't know. I, Listen, I mean, it's a gorgeous townhouse, but is it outdated? Yeah. Yeah. It was. It's definitely outdated. It, it's, it was her Morgan lifestyle mm-hmm. however many years ago. And now people want a modern everything. Yeah, people want so, light and bright and airy. Yeah. This episode was just, like, very loaded. There was a lot of different moving parts with this. You have, like, a whole thing sort of brewing with... You have something brewing with Dorinda and Ramona, but it's it's not addressed right now. No. Then you have Ramona and her 50 friends. I loved that they trolled her essentially and were like friend one friend two friend three and they dinged every time yes. i was like ding, ding. i didn't catch it at first i was like what the fuck is going on and then i got it i was like friend 34 ding. That's <laughs> like, hilarious. the editors you know they have so much time on their hands oh, because yeah. they're just home bored as hell so they're like you know what how can we spice this up and it was like friend 50 ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it was amazing i love how they have the one friend and it's like friend that Sonia, Sonia insists is more her friend than Ramona's. They had so much time to troll. It, Ramona, it was amazing. I, her party was, it was weird. Like, it, it was like, what is the point of this? I, I don't, maybe it's because I don't have, but even, I love dinner with like, her daughter and her daughter was like, mom, do you, do you even have 50 friends? She's like, mom, you don't have 50 friends. This is ridiculous. Because it's true. Nobody has 50 close friends. No. And she's, like, giving the speech, and they're like, oh, it's the same speech every year. And it's like, I don't have, like, I can find 50 friends. Like, if I needed to throw a party, I could do it. I friends of friends. Yeah, I could do 50 people. I'd be like, oh, you want to invite? You want to invite? Like, but I wouldn't be able to say, these are my 50 
closest friends. No, it, it, you can't maintain close relationships just with 50 people. It doesn't work. And then she literally dosed Leah the entire time. Leah is standing right next to her. Try to it's, say happy birthday. It's because she's not a close friend. She was there yeah. because she had to be there. She was there because of the show. She wasn't Ramona's friend. Ramona didn't want to associate with her. No, not at all. She, you know what? It was. Oh, I love Leo. And she's like, if Leo's afraid that my um, behavior is going to be inappropriate, like, what is the crowd going to be? A bunch of upper east siders. And then she goes, not to get political, but she goes, it's going to look like a MAGA rally. I died. Amazing commentary. Uh, yeah. I mean, Leah's not, like, I, her and Ramona are never going to be friends. No. Like, Leah, first of all, is at least 10 years, I think she's over 10 years younger. She's probably 20 years younger, younger at this point. I think Leah's maybe in her late 30s. Yeah. And Ramona's 61. Yeah. So she's probably about 20 years younger than Ramona. They're different generations. Leah has no filter, but she also is very, like, I'm going to do whatever I want. And Ramona, per, Ramona is all about the social circles. So, social climbing. She's like, how far can I go up this social ladder? So, they're, they're never going to see eye to eye. Ramona could also be her mother. Yeah. No, yeah. Leah's going to turn 38 this year. Yeah, so she, Ramona could be her mother. Yeah. So, they're never going to be on the same wavelength. So, her being on the show, I think Ramona wants to, to be maternal to her, but she can't figure it out. It's like that mother that's embarrassed by their daughter yes. because the daughter keeps doing ratchet shit. And it's like, nothing else completely outrageous. But even like, the, dr- the dress Leah was wearing, and she's, she's like, like so are you naked? Like, are, do, are you not wearing, and it's like, she's she's a bodysuit. Bodysuit. she has a bodysuit on that is literally built for the dress. Yes. So... The other thing that was very funny to me was uh, Luann going to the foundation for people who were formerly incarcerated. Oh, I texted you about this. I literally was rolling my eyes the entire time. We, let's set the scene. We literally came off this man talking about how he was in prison for, what, 30 years? Yeah. Solitary fucking confinement. He was like, there were some points where, like, I knew I couldn't move in solitary confinement because if I moved, I would get in more trouble. Okay, let's take that story. Let's sink that in for a minute. And then we go to Luann. She's like, I was arrested for, what was it, like, drunk in public, like, disorderly. Disorderly. And I tried to assault a police officer. And I was put in shackles and blah, blah, blah. And I know how you're feeling. Sorry, did you spend a night in prison? No, you did not. You were held in a cell for probably twenty four hours. You you never went to county jail. No, like, and she did this. She was listening to these speeches and she did this like gasp again. I'm like, wow, she is on it this season with the acting. She is trying so hard, and she's like, she's like, I was in the shackles, and she's like crying, and it's just like. Oh, are we going to do the dry heaving that we did at the yeah. other, the two episodes ago when you were trying to leave? Like, it's just the wrong scene. It's the wrong location, wrong audience. I, I think what she's doing is great. With no, it's stuff. great. It's great. But, but stop at that. Just say, I was arrested one yeah. time. I'm trying to help you guys. I understand. That's all. You don't have to pretend that you were in jail or anything because you weren't. No, and I get she had to be, she was on probation. She had to report to an officer and she had to do the breathalyzer, but compared to these people who were literally in a cell with no other human contact. He was literally like, my bedroom was my toilet. Yes. Like It's not the same. It's not the same. You Money got to go you. home. Yeah. Money buys you out of the system. Yeah. You got to go home and all you had was a disorderly. Like, yeah. you got to go home into your comfortable bed while the other people are talking about laying in solitary like and it's not even like she was on like house arrest or anything she didn't no. move about they literally went on freaking vacation yeah. <laughs> so it's it's not the same so speaking of vacation not. we get a vacation we get mexico yes, they're in mexico how have they not shown scenes Any like scenes at all maybe they haven't we just don't didn't know like 
they were in Mexico. From Mexico. Yeah. That we just thought like oh, it was a random dinner party, whatever. Yeah. But I am so interested. After this party, I'm just like with Ramona freaking the fuck out. So, well, oh, I understand why she was freaking out because like I I would be a little pissed. Listen, it was like a little raunchy, but. It wasn't so out of line that it was, like, shut down production and I'm done with this show. No, it wasn't. But, like, I think it was a build-up because she's trying to give the speech about her birthday. And then Dorinda's, like, starts clapping her off, essentially, of, like, oh, that's great. That's a great speech. And, like, then you have the whole thing. And then you have Sonia dancing on the... On the glass. Best meme of 2020 is the one where she's, like, it's, like, Sonia dancing. And then it's just, like, this is 2020. Yes. But, I, you know, I felt bad because for Sonia because she's having a serious conversation with Dorinda and mm-hmm. Luann, how they're worried for her. And if she has things going on, she wants them to come to her. And then and then Sonia comes over, not Sonia, Ramona comes mm-hmm. over with her Gucci bag. And she's like, oh, look at my, the bag my kids got me or whatever. Yeah, my friends got me. Like, yeah. And it's like, this is not the moment. Like, mm-hmm. they're having an actual heart-to-heart and you're coming over here with a bag from your 10 of your 50 friends, maybe. It's like, they didn't care. It wasn't the point. And I, I think then Sonya got out of hand. She's like, oh, it's my birthday too. Okay, it's not, a, it, it was about Ramona. But yeah. it was just like, read the room, Ramona. They they looked like they were having a very serious conversation. Yeah, this was not the, hi, this is my birthday present yeah. conversation. It, it, and, and even if you couldn't pick up the what they were throwing down, like, after two seconds, you, oh, okay, out. like, let me. Instead of just keep on going. Yeah. Instead of just being childish and throwing the bag across the couch. And then I love how, oh, I love Sonia. The bag is ugly. That bag is terrible. I just, uh, and from that moment, total shit show. Right after that. I don't even know, like, what, what happened. Because... Leah puts the hat on, and then Sonia's screaming for production, and then... Not Sonia. Ramona's Ramona. screaming for production. Sonia's stomping on the table. It was like, zero to sixty real fast. It it just like it all came to a head, and I could see from I could also see from Leah's perspective. You know, like she's not dancing on a random stranger. She's dancing on Luann. Yeah, it's, and she so when she goes to Ramona, she's like, "You are fucking psychotic. You're acting crazy." Yeah, no, she honestly was. She was. It was like it the, would be like a. Friend, like, if I was having, I don't know, and someone was like, oh, haha, like, let yeah. me dance on you. It's like you're out and you're, like, hitting your girlfriend's butt, yeah. like, jokingly, when you're out at a bar dancing. It's not a fucking random-ass person. Yeah. But Ramona, here's the thing with Ramona, she's all about, to me, social appearances. Mm-hmm. So, all of her Upper East Side friends, who, in her mind, are so prominent, she doesn't want them to see that. But, let me tell you about those Upper East Side friends. They're not on national TV. No. Those people are on national TV actually making a name for themselves and making money off of dancing on someone. So, who's losing? It was nonsense. So, we'll see what happens after the fallout of that because there's definitely going to be I know, they fallout. kind of left it on a cliff. On a weird so, note, yeah. We'll see. They go to Mexico, finally getting a trip. We'll see Something. if Ramona goes. I'm assuming she goes. Uh, weirdly enough, I can live without the trips right now because it just makes me want to go on a trip. Oh, Italy, Beverly Hills is going to make me so freaking jealous. All of the tropical ones right now, I'm like, even though it's so hot in those places anyway right now, I'm yeah. like, I just want to go to a resort and sit around and not worry about one damn thing. Even Beverly Hills this week with the parties and stuff yes. like that made me jealous, but Beverly Hills, I just like, I... This is skipping a little bit, but when they were having a conversation with Brandy about everything that happened with Denise and and they were just acting so surprised as if they've never heard this in their life. And it's like, really? Really? <laughs> and she just happened to be sitting mic'd up in the car ready to come in and tell the story. Please tell me again how you're surprised. Because it, it I'm pretty follow. sure everyone knew this. It doesn't follow. The other thing to me that was weird is that when Brandy, they're at the party and Aaron and, De- and Denise are there and she's like, I want to be a thruple with you guys. And Denise's like, what's a thruple? 
She's married to Charlie Sheen. She was married to Charlie Sheen. You know what a She had a book for Thanksgiving, and she yeah, she doesn't know what a truffle is. Please. And also, like, she's re-watching, like, as she's doing these interviews, she's yeah. re-watching she's it, so, it like, fucking Google. Urban Dictionary, that shit. Yeah. It, it didn't make sense. The, the party itself was, like, not super exciting. Wilson Phillips, cool, whatever. But it was definitely trying to set up, like, Brandy being reintroduced. Mm-hmm. I think Brandy wants back on the show. Yeah. It's very clear to me. Do you believe Brandy or do you believe Denise? I don't know. It feels very coincidental that Brandy's just mic'd up ready to tell a story. It does. But at this point, I'm just so over Denise and Aaron <laughs> that I'm hopping on that Brandy train. I'm over Aaron too, but I... I don't know. Brandy was saying, like, her kids were there, and I just don't feel like it's something that she would do with her kids in a lofted area. The story doesn't add up to me. Yeah. So, uh, I could go either way. I'm sort of leaning more towards Denise, because I feel like the whole issue they had with her was like, oh, well, we, your kids were at the other table. But if I could see, like, if I was a parent, and I'm having a dinner party with my friends, and my kids are there, like, do I really want them talking about threesomes while my kid... Is right no, there. There's but a separation. Also, like, she should have known not to have her kids there. Like, well, it, for the scene and for it, she's on the show. But I'm thinking like normal everyday life. But this is People. not normal everyday life. Like it's not, this is. But you have dinner parties and you have kids there too. It's and it's not like she was saying I don't ever want to talk about threesomes. But then she turned it into like oh well like. She turned it into, like, oh, you guys are bad because you guys do this. Like, it turned into something that I feel like she wasn't trying to turn it into, but, like, it got there. It it went to another level, and I feel as though if they had dropped, if they had all dropped it to begin with, like, after she said, it would have been nothing. It would have been, like, okay, let's move on. Like, I accept your apology. You're not going to talk about three something in front of my teenager. But I didn't want, like, Denise kept bringing it up. Like, Denise was like, oh, well, I don't feel... Com-. and But, like, her daughter was just like, oh, yeah, it was funny. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal, but Denise kept bringing it up, which made Erica feel uncomfortable and, like, made everyone feel like, oh, do you think we're bad parents at this point? Yeah. So... I think now we're getting, like... And then Brandy brings in this other stuff how Denise is shit-talking everybody. Which, I can almost see... I, I think it's clear she doesn't like Kyle. Uh, yeah. I could definitely... Okay. Let's just say Denise hooked up with Brandy, even if Aaron knew and, like, was okay with it. Yeah. Denise didn't want everyone knowing that this happened. I could see that. Yeah. Like, I could see that happening. And Denise, like, now trying to play the card of, like, oh, we're really good friends. You're not going to say anything, right? Like, yeah. playing that card of, like, oh, you want to hear this gossip? Like, we're because we're best friends. Like, I could see it. But I, I don't think the Aaron thing, like, the cheating thing is true. I think Aaron's totally fine with Denise hooking up with people, but I definitely think, like, that happened. I could see him being open. I I think that Brandy is thirsty to get back on the show. I don't know how she makes money, because as she has a podcast, but so I guess she makes money from that. I don't know if she still has it, but I know she used to. So, if she does, that's what she makes her money from, but other than that, I don't know how she makes money. So, listen, I respect it. You have kids, you have to make money. I don't know if she has any child support, whatnot. Speaking of making money, Garcelle and Sutton, that conversation was so uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable, but I kind of liked it, in a sense. Because I like that Sutton held her own. Yes, she went with it. Mm-hmm. Like, do I think that maybe you get the closest to somebody by asking? No, where that's you your money. Opposite, like. That's going to make me, like, guard up and be like, oh, you're trying to pry? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I could kind of I, on some level, respect Garcelle. Like, she wanted to know. And it's something that I think, listen, I was wondering. Yeah. Where his son get this money? It doesn't seem like she really does anything. Does anything. So I think but they sort of respect it. Like, it, they said on the show. Yeah. But maybe they haven't said it to Garcelle. Also, I really like Garcelle, but she's not, not around. It. She's not around. I said this a while ago. I know. If you guys don't remember. I literally said, Garcelle's not on this. Why did they make her a housewife? And you were like, oh, well, she has work. And blah, blah. You were making so many excuses. No, she's not fucking on it. This is a job also. This is not just 
a TV camera following you. This is a job. They're paying you to be on a show and you're not on it. I think she has too much going on yeah. in her life to do a she, show like this. This is not the type of show for her. And, like, she's a great addition if she could be on it. Yeah. Agree. But, I mean, it's not a bad thing for her that she has too much going on. Like, good for you. You're yeah, making money. that's great. You don't need this show. But Why are they paying you to be on a yeah. show when you could have been a friend of? I think they did it for recognition and name. Because Probably. With Lisa Vanderpump going on, and honestly, I think last season was not great. They needed something to freshen it back up. Yeah. So I think that they thought, oh, Garcelle, she's this big name. It'll bring attention in. But she's barely on it. Yeah. I. There's some episodes she's not even. She If something in her didn't get lunch today, she would be on nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So uh, I think she needs to put in more work if she wants to be on the show, but... We'll see. Because at the end of the day, they're paying her. Like, it's not just like it's a reality show about your life. They're paying you to be on a reality show. Well, I feel like I know so little about her because she's barely on it. But then she complains about knowing so little about Kyle, so. (laughs) True. I don't know. But I I appreciated that. I did like the scene between them. I like that she's going to Italy. That should be fun to watch. Other than that. I don't feel like there was a whole lot it was, that went on. It was a build-up to Italy. Yes. And that's where everything is going to explode in Italy. Oh, yeah. I'm just... I'm With waiting. that dinner, where they're all... The preview, where they're all sitting there. And she's like, well, you said this, and you said that, And, like, everyone starts going off with based on what, like, Brandy said she said yeah. about her. Denise is in for it. She... It's going to be just, like, a pylon. Yeah. She built it. She built her grave at this point, so... I'm just waiting for the episode where she explodes and she just starts going bravo, 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 bravo. I cannot wait for that. Because you know that's going to be such an intense scene, enough for her to just come snap. out and snap and say bravo. It's going to be sometimes worse than Ramona screaming production. Yes. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great for viewers. Yeah. Terrible for her. Terrible. Great for us. We'll see what happens with that. Siesta Key. One, I'm just like jealous that they're in Florida and they're saying it's chilly because you know it's not chilly. <laughs> you know it's not. It's literally the perfect weather. Their fall yes. is like goals, but that's actually like a crisp fall. Yeah. It's like making me jealous of like wearing a jean jacket out. Yes. Sam and I went to brunch today and it nice breeze in the beginning. Literally, Sam got burnt, so... <laughs> a little toasty, but if it was a little less humid, it would be... It would be perfect. perfect. But, uh, I don't know. I honestly don't feel like a whole lot happened in this episode either. I just love the cuts of Alex, where it's like he's in the witness protection program, and they can't show his face, but they'll talk about every other thing about him. And cut to just his hand. Just every time I see it, and they still are relying, I feel, pretty heavily on flashbacks. Mm-hmm. You know they had so much good footage that I they know. had to scrap. And it's just so depressing Anyone out show. there that works for MTV that wants to slide into our DMs and it's send fine. us every single freaking bit of information about every scene that Alex was in, I'm here for it. Like the scene with uh, Alyssa's dad and Alex. You know, I would have loved it. Oh, it would have been amazing, and we got nothing. I know, we're just like... It, it's very much like a Amanda and JJ. It's the Amanda and JJ show right now, and I feel like that probably would not have been a storyline if... It would have been two seconds. Yeah, it would, it, have been too, it would have been so quick. The thing that, to me, was so suspect is they just happened, Alex and Chloe and every... Chloe happened to be having a Thanksgiving party on the same exact day. I... Oh, yes. That was... So, one... I have so many thoughts about this. I literally was thinking about this all day, not because I watched the episode last night. So, one, why are they making such a big deal about Madison going to Thanksgiving at Alex's house and not Friendsgiving at Chloe's, but they kept calling it Thanksgiving, when Madison has family in freaking Siesta Key, why wasn't she at Thanksgiving at her family's and they kept... Like, why would Alex's parents be having Thanksgiving the same day that Chloe was having Friendsgiving? It didn't follow. It didn't, like, it, they were trying to make it seem like it was actual Thanksgiving day, but, like, all these people have families yes. to go to, 
Insiesta key. It literally made no fucking sense. And also, who wears ball gowns to Thanksgiving? (laughs) It was definitely, they were not on the same day. They were definitely not filmed on Thanksgiving either. December. It was in December. I stalked the Instagram um, of Chloe. She put, maybe it's Juliet. They put up a picture. It was like December 5th, their Friendsgiving. And then Madison put up a picture of her in the dress at Alex's December 10th. So, like, those all happened in December. That's not fucking Thanksgiving. Why are we making a big thing? Like, also, Madison, you have a family. Yeah, that's what made no sense. It just, it made no sense. Like, all these people are deciding to ditch their families to hang out with each other. No, it's not what's happening. No, it was a Friendsgiving. Like, I, we've had friends, we have Friendsgiving. Yeah. Like, just because you have Friendsgiving doesn't mean you don't have yeah. real Thanksgiving. You have it before. It was just silly. This time, I, it I literally took screenshots of everything. Like, I was like, timelines, Siesta Key timelines suck. They do. And there's here's the thing. Social media is great for them because that's, they get into additional beefs on social media, but also it, it's not good for their timeline because they post things real time. Oh, yeah. They post things real time because, like, they're just living their yeah. lives. <laughs> and then you can go back and easily figure out Yeah, the this timeline. was not real Thanksgiving time. It makes it hard because Florida, it's hard to tell what time of the year it is, but just, I didn't understand the whole drama of, like, the the Thanksgivings because Alex's was definitely on a different day than Chloe's because Alex's felt like real Thanksgiving, unless it was just a produced Thanksgiving, which I can see. I can see it. It was just so silly. And then the whole thing, Chloe is just such a little shitster. When she says like the Kelsey thing, yeah. When she what they're thankful for, and she's so messy. I'm thankful that Kelsey could be here with all of her three exes. And it was just a spiral effect from there. People saying like shitty, shitty things that they're thankful for. I'm thankful for the gym. Yeah. Really, Garrett? Really? That's it. That's all you're thankful for. I I can't. And what's his Jared's girlfriend saying something? Towards I don't even know what. I'm thankful that we're all mature enough to be in a room with everyone. Everybody has exes here. And then JJ, I'm thankful for my family and my friends who care about me. And then and then Amanda, I'm thankful for people that. What did she say? Like I'm thankful for people that don't cheat on me. Or it was like something very directed at JJ and everyone knew it. It was just every single. Shady thing that people were thankful for. I mean, it was the first time Juliet wasn't involved in drama. Yes. Because of Sam. Maybe he's good influence on her. Speaking of Sam, Thirst Trap Central. Thirst Trap. Thirst freaking Trap. Sam posted a picture in front of a love sign that looked like like he would have paid for it to be there yeah. of them kissing and said fiance. False. Thirsty motherfucker. <laughs> he has so much money that he doesn't need to be thirsty. He doesn't need the show. Yeah, like why are you why are you being so thirsty? But maybe he's trying to elevate his woman, and I appreciate that. But I did read something very interesting. Someone said that they're actually engaged, and he had to delete the comment because about because of MTV because it's going to be a scene on Siesta. I could picture it. When he, when he changed, when I heard he changed it, I thought, I wonder if MTV made him do that. I could see it. Like, MTV saying, like, no, you already agreed to be that on the show. Like, yeah. already produced that on the show. I could see it, too. If they're but filming the, the Aspen trip. But she's so young. She's 22. She is young, but. And she went just went from a huge breakup to this. I mean, Alex is having a kid, it's so true. you know. True. Well, I hope things move fast in Siesta Key. In Florida, it's like twenty-two is twenty-eight. True. But I hope they're happy. Well, I guess we'll find out. I I can see it happening. Like I can MT, see it. like if they do get engaged, we we have the original no, comment. But I could see them filming this whole Aspen trip. Yeah, I could see that as content because they usually film in the summer anyway. Yeah. So I think. The other thing that, the other thing that stood out to me, well, I guess there's two things, but the one was Amanda and JJ fight after everybody goes around saying the shitty things that they're thankful for, and I really feel as though I'm team Amanda, because JJ has cheated on her before. Oh, yeah. I think he's projecting all of his insecurities 
it's projecting onto her. I mean, and it sounds like he doesn't want to do anything. No. Like, he's just there. He's just there. I mean, I don't think it's unreasonable to be upset with somebody who doesn't come home for hours and doesn't text you. Yeah. He doesn't let you know. Like, it's not like he woke up at 8 and texted her at 10. Yeah. He didn't text her until 4 o'clock the next day. Like, that's not unreasonable to be upset. I'd be freaking livid. Like, I would not, I would be so mad at Ted. He'd be in the doghouse, like, but we're also married and live together, but still. <laughs> still, it's not unreasonable, and for him to just always be, put it back on her, it honestly pisses me off, so I'm sorry. I don't, though. I don't like that he puts it back on her, like, oh, well, I just love you so much, yeah. and like, it's like, uh, do you, do you, do you actually care? I can't, I still can't tell if it's like an MTV produced relationship yeah, or because there are real feelings there yeah. but I don't know if it's real feelings from previous because they did actually date yeah. I I can't really tell either I don't know but I think that she can do better so on to oh, the yeah. next one the other thing to me was when Kelsey and Jake are talking and then Garrett comes down and is like sitting with them and it's just so uncomfortable it, that whole scene just was cringy and she's like leaning on Garrett but yeah. it's just like what it, it just felt very fake. Yes, especially me after like she was talking with Jake, and now it's like okay, you're you're doing this, and then she started kissing lessen, Garrett, like yeah, to to lessen to like lessen the blow on that one. Yeah, it felt strange. I didn't love it. Yeah, it wasn't. And she's like, oh, you can sit there, and it's like you know MTV told Jake to sit there, yeah. so. Or you know MTV also told Jake to walk over. Yeah, exactly. This, this is like a very small detail, but I don't know why it stood out to me. When Sam rolls up and he has like the car with the doors, I'm like, I feel like that scene was supposed to make him look really cool, but I'm just The scene was supposed to make him look loaded. Yeah. Like, when they showed him stepping out of the car with the shoe and then like the everything and the watch and like, it was supposed to make him seem like a really cool guy, and then you get to, like, he is, but he's not, like, I feel like Sam doesn't give off that vibe of, like, oh, look at me, I'm hot shit, like, and I was just, like, this, whatever that editing was, it didn't do what it was supposed to do. No, it just made him look, I don't, I don't even know what it made him look like. I don't know either, but just, it made him look thirsty, but he didn't seem like a thirsty person. No, it, it, it was just dead as soon as they, they did it, so... It's that walk-in music that Siesaki is obsessed with. They love it. They can't get enough. They can't. They're like, oh, walk-in music, let's go. (laughs) I will say Siesaki, they have some of the best music. I, they, they put up bangers. They do. The next time comes on, I'm like bopping my head around on the couch. It is good. Great music. Not right now. Yeah. Folklore is where we need to be. It's not. It's not the mood right now, but. For a future date. Yeah. Whenever I need, like, a song, I look at, like, Siesta Key. Yeah, if you ever out. need good song to get you, like, in the mood to do something, Siesta Key. You can just cut to the feeling by Carly Rae Jepsen. Great song. It's such an underrated song. And if that song had been on the radio, I feel like it would have... I mean, I play it when I go to a bar and they have those touch yeah, tunes. I put it it's on. It's such a pump-up song. It just puts you in such a good mood. If you're driving in the car and that like that song comes on my like iPhone on shuffle, I get so excited, so great. That's really all that happened on CSA. I feel like it wasn't super eventful. From we met Sam. That's the biggest. Yeah, Sam's gonna be a He's pivotal. Gonna be huge. And who knows? Maybe they're engaged. Maybe they're not. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. <laughs> we'll find out. But then we have the challenge reunion, where honestly, I can wrap it up for you guys. We watch reruns of what yes. happened in the challenge. It was such a snooze. Even, like, the part that I was looking forward to was the Zach and Jenna thing. I thought, oh, we're going to get real answers about what exactly happened. Nothing. Because he refused to talk. He's like, that's between us. It's like, you're on a show. You are on, you're on MTV. You're a public figure. You can't say, oh, that's between us. Get the fuck off the air. The part that killed me is when somebody asked, like, looking back, do you regret your behavior? And how you acted. And he said, no. I was like, are you kidding me? You, the person that you're engaged to, this woman that you allegedly love, and you didn't even say, I love you. She's in another country. She could get on a freaking plane, and she could never come back. And it wasn't like another country, like the Bahamas. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a 
a country that was like a short plane ride, like yeah. a two-hour, three-hour plane ride. They were six, seven, eight yes. hours away. Who knows what could have happened? And you hung up. Sorry, without saying I love you. I literally feel bad if Ted and I get into a fight and I hang up if I'm driving somewhere and I don't say anything. I'll call him back and say, hey, I know we're fighting right now, but I love you. And I'll hang up. <laughs> like, I just I just feel that immense guilt if, like, something were to happen. That's and the I, last thing you said. Yeah. And my last words weren't to him, I love you. Exactly. It's, it's garbage. It was a garbage response from him. No. He did not. And that was not the only thing wrong that he had with and also, just, like, you look like a freaking asshole because you were an asshole. And you should feel bad about being an asshole. It's all okay to say you were wrong. Yeah, exactly. It, it's fine. And even if, I don't think, I honestly don't think there were any, anything that Jenna did wrong. There wasn't anything she did wrong. But even if there was, you can still regret your behavior in that moment. Yeah. Say, I was overreacting. Yeah. Because, obviously, it wasn't bad enough that you, you guys passed it. Yeah. You were like, oh, well, you can come home, but we're not going to get past it. Clearly, you did, and she didn't go home. I think she gives him a pass. I think she gives him a pass. She's been giving him passes. Forever. Because I watched, I don't know what season, but same shit happened. She called him. He's like, you need to come home. I was just like, this is a trend. Like, every time you are on it without him... It's a, you need to come home. But if he's on it without you, it's just like, oh, babe, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's, I think he's very insecure, and I think it, it's another case of projection. It's yeah. like, he can't control himself and behave himself when she's not there to check him. So he, for whatever reason, feels like she's going to go off the rails. And if you can't trust the person that you're with, yeah, you're with the wrong person. I, I just don't like that. At all. I, I don't like it one I like, bit. I like her. Yes. I like her separately. I think she could find somebody. I don't care how he treats her on his nice days. That's great. That's a, that's great and fine. But how does he treat her on his bad days? Exactly. And it's shitty. So. It's it's not acceptable. Point blank. I understand that we're not in their relationship, but it's Every not right. couple has fights. Yeah. Like, every couple gets into it. Every couple. But, one, it's the extent and how far it goes. And, two, it's how you guys, like recover from there and like you guys aren't recovering like it's just no. like a pile on and a pile on and like it's a he, cycle. he he's not recovering by saying like he doesn't think he did anything no. wrong and somebody asked too you know like do you guys think you'll ever be back on the show together and Jen's like well I feel like we've both matured and learned that it would be a much different situation I said no that's bullshit yeah and it also seems like she can't do anything without him no. but he can do whatever and it it their whole interview, he was just like stone cold silent, yes. and like it just seemed like she was doing a lot of saving face, and he and he didn't care. care. He could not give two shits how he looked or how she looked because mm-hmm. it doesn't make her look good either. No, it makes her look like one of those people that's just like, okay, well if my husband committed murder, how do I clean it up? Yeah, like somebody could walk all over her. Yeah, and I'm just gonna cut her. Like it's fine. It, it, it doesn't make either of them look good, and he couldn't care less. It's the same, like, if he cheated on her, like, oh, well, I'm just going to cover it up. Exactly. I, I didn't like it. I don't stand it. Honestly, she can come back on. I don't care for him. No. But she can't come back on. That's no, the that's, yeah, that's the problem, is she can't. I feel like, as a viewer, I've given him so many chances. Even last season, like, you wouldn't have even known they were together, because he didn't talk yeah. about her. I mean, from when he cheated on her seasons ago. Yeah. The way he talked about women seasons ago. The way he continues to treat women. And Jenna's like, well, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. He he treats, like, people equally. But he's, regardless, he treats people disrespectfully. Yeah, and he's so dismissive. I think that's another issue of, like, of her feelings. He's so dismissive of, like, well, I don't fucking care. Okay, this is your fiancé. You should care. About how she feels and what's happening and, like, what you're putting her through. He does not care. To me, it seems like he doesn't care about anybody but himself. As long as, at the end of the day, he's happy. If she's happy, too, it's just, like, a consolation prize. Oh, I hate them. I I I hate him. Yeah. Like, not hate, but, like, I don't know. I don't like him. I don't like him in that relationship. And, honestly, the way he's talked about other women, I don't care for him either. And it's not like in the 
the like Nelson's talked about women poorly, but like he has some redeeming factors. And he feels remorseful yeah. afterwards, which is like okay. He's not dismissive of everything that he does. He's like, no, I do. I felt bad. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. Zach is just like, nah. He's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I said what I said, and that's it. There's another reading. There's like a part two, right? Yeah. I'm like, what's this gonna be? Because the first part we didn't need. I'm hoping part two like goes. I don't know who's gonna be on it, but. Real MVP, Melissa, as we've said this whole time, her being pregnant. It's insane, honestly. There are people who could can't do what she did not, not pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> Never mind four months pregnant. And it's amazing that like she had the insight and intuition to realize, like, okay, something is going on here and mm-hmm. I need to stop. Yeah, when she was like, yeah, I was out of breath and, like, it was things that I shouldn't be out of breath yeah. from. It's just crazy. Like, they just bodies. <laughs> That's, yes. like, just, like, a human body. body. It's crazy. It's amazing what it can do. So, and kudos to her. Again, I feel like the reunion was really not exciting. Reunion was just clips of other scenes yeah. that happened. It was just, exactly, like you said, it's a recap. It, it really was. <laughs> it, it, we didn't need it. Well, we have another one. Then there's going to be season 30... I can't believe how long this show's been. It's been a long time. We were watching what season twenty three just now, or something like that, yeah. like two thousand nine. It's been a long time. And Anissa and TJ were on it still. Like that is freaking crazy. I think I heard too for this challenge for the season they're doing like a shit they should have shown episode. So maybe that'll be funny. That should yeah. It depends on what they have. Yeah, it them. it really does. It could go either way, but hopefully it goes. Funny versus fest. I hope it's funny. I feel like they know we need something. Yeah, we need something to lift us up a little bit. <laughs> we do. But I think that's all we have. I think that's all we have to spill this week. I mean, this week has been a good week for reality TV, for our lives, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Lot to be thankful for this week. Brunch. It's, brunch is really... At the top, top of my list. It literally hit 70 degrees yesterday. Like, we just have a lot going for us right now. It's great. It's crazy. <laughs> but I think also, like, I was in the office this week and got That's to see nice. people. Like, not really people, but, like, <laughs> two people. Yeah. That's more than my normal zero. Four walls. I think that's all we have to spill this week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Weekly Spill. And you can listen to us anywhere major podcasts can be heard. Also, don't forget if you want to try Wink out, it's a monthly subscription. Use our affiliate code. It's Weekly Spill, or we'll have the link in our bio. Bye. Bye.